32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Thanks for joining us once again on 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, Mark Wolf joining on the line on Skype. And we talked in the last edition of the podcast about winter versus summer foods and the sort of nutritional content and how that vary and what you should look at. And one of the things that came up were berries. And I know berries fall into certainly blueberries and into the superfood sort of category. I thought that would be a, a great thing to touch on. A lot of people look at superfoods. They think they are the key to health and uh, health from a diet point of view. So I thought we should touch on a few of the more common sort of superfoods and, and uh, what is the reason behind them being uh, more beneficial in a sense. Mark, so basically, if you could sum up superfoods, are we looking at high in vitamins, uh, mineral dense? What would be the summation of a superfruit food? Well, I think a superfood is a, is a food where a certain portion that you, you're going to eat is, is actually high in nutrients. It's, it's rich in nutrients. And that could be in the form of minerals, it can be in the form of vitamins, antioxidants, etc. And uh, and so there's this sort of big worldwide search to find like the, the most powerful superfood that are out there. But there's some very common ones which people tend to forget and very easily accessible ones which aren't so expensive. And I think that, you know, we can sort of chat about those. Um, you know, and, and it really depends on, on how you want to incorporate it into your diet. I mean, some of them don't taste really great uh, for some people. Some taste amazing. It really depends on, on the person. But there's many ways to skin a cat. And, and there's, there's many foods out there that contain some very nutrient-dense, uh, they have very nutrient-dense properties. Well, starting with berries, as I touched on, I know blueberries is almost on everyone's superfood list. Do they sort of deserve their place? And are they the pick of the sort, sort of more common berries that people eat? Blueberries are, are awesome. I mean, uh, I actually like to eat uh, a lot of fruits which have got a variety of colors and because that rich dark color generally means that the properties behind it are probably pretty decent um the blueberries are very high in antioxidants they've already got good properties but you could look at things like goji berries you can look at things like logan berries you can look at things like cranberries as well um as, as i'm talking about in the natural state i'm not talking about in a caramelized uh, dried state because that obviously increases the sugar content but um uh, strawberries are also decent uh you're talking about mulberries, you're talking about blackberries. All the berries are, are actually quite good. And I actually tend to like to mix it up a little bit. I mean, I'm not a fan of all the berries from a taste point of view, but I generally can't like to try not to mix it up as much as possible. Um, but I am a fan of blueberries and goji berries. Those are, those are some berries that I actually consume on a regular basis. Mark, in South Africa specifically, it's very hard to buy sort of fresh goji berries. Uh, I don't know if there is anywhere in the world where you can. Is it still beneficial even though they sort of are dried? You, you're not going to get goji berries in a, in a raw, sort of soft, uh, natural state. They are dried. Um, in order to be able to maximize the absorption from goji berries, the idea is to soak them. You should be soaking them. To eat them raw and dried, it's not going to be so easy to break down and digest. Um, in Europe specifically, they actually soak goji berry in boiling hot water and actually drink it like a tea um, or along with a tea. Um, or you can simmer it in, in a cereal or a porridge or simmer it somewhere where you're going to actually um, allow it to become uh, far better absorbed by actually softening it quite nicely. 
That's very interesting because personally I, I haven't heard of that and uh, I think it's important. One of those things people probably have missed just trying to consume goji berries in the state you buy them in. Staying with fruit but maybe moving away from berries, what are the other fruits that could really be constituted as a superfood? Look, I, I think they, I mean, not necessarily a superfood, but I think if you're looking at, uh, at, at, at fruits that are, are, are nutrient-dense, um, and I mentioned it in a previous podcast, things like mango, uh, watermelon, which you mentioned as well, uh, it's got nice vitamin A and vitamin C content. Um, there's there's, uh, there's grenadellas, which I like. There's also papaya. Um, there's kiwi. There's there's many different types of fruits that you can actually bring into a diet, which have got really good uh, uh, properties from a mineral and a vitamin perspective. Um, it's actually quite broad. I think it's a matter of actually finding a fruit that tastes good, that you're going to enjoy, and actually just checking that the the nutrition value, the nutritional values of that fruit are actually uh, going to provide you some sort of a value. Mark, when you look at lists again, like I touched with blueberry, green leafy vegetables in, in its very form, various forms are always up there, not just one. They tend to almost dominate top 10, top 20 lists. Are they, really, are they in general and which are the sort of ones that you'd say are really are the proper superfoods? Look, I think when it comes to green leafy vegetables, I think it is such a critical element of anybody's diet. And um, athletes that I've worked with where they haven't, where they don't consume um, a sufficient amount, and one of the things is that their folate levels are actually quite low, um, and you don't want that to be low. And in that case, you would actually put somebody on to, say, a folic acid supplement and they want to increase it. But you can get this from natural foods, so why not do it? Because they have got many benefits. So if I'm looking at the green stuff, I'm looking at the kale, I'm looking at spinach, um, you're looking at broccoli, you're looking at Brussels sprouts, uh, you're looking at uh, Swiss chard. Um, there's so many different kinds of, of green leafy uh, vegetables out there, and, and you, can actually, you can actually cook them quite nicely. I believe that you should be steaming them as well. If you also don't want to maximize the absorption, uh, steaming those uh, kind of, uh, of green leafy vegetables will actually allow for far better absorption in the system. And, uh, and, and there's many ways you can, you can dress it as well in order to be able to make it taste nice. I know a lot of people battle with the taste. Um, there's, um, so there, there are quite a few um, other vegetables to probably look at would be things like leek and cauliflower um, and then you get your sort of uh, dual foods like lentils uh, which are high in protein so, so there's, 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 there's really many many options out there one of the biggest things that I'm seeing in the market at the moment is people are on this big moringa thing oh, yeah, moringa is very nutrient dense um, I've got to tell you it tastes awful so for many people, they take it in a capsule form as opposed to taking it uh, in a tea form, and you can get it in a tea form. But again, it's a matter of uh, sort of taste. Can you? I don't believe that a diet should be sacrificial. I think you need to enjoy what you're eating, and just taking something for the sake of it, um, to me, is not going to really help because you actually need to actually enjoy um, foods which are nutrient-dense and try and enjoy eating health as opposed to eating health just for the sake of getting the health and not actually enjoying the food. Well, one tip I can add in there is uh, if you're not into spinach, something like that, try baby leaf spinach. This tends to be a lot sort of sweeter and nicer to eat and also throw it into a smoothie. Then it, the taste isn't as strong and it, you're still getting it into your diet. Something I always with my wife, if I see a plate without uh, greens on it, I'd say it's, it's not a real meal. And uh, if I cook, I always throw greens in there. But that's personal preference, as you've touched on, Mark, very important. I want to move on now to sort of good fats. And there's so many products out there. Think of avocado. Uh, almonds, coconut, I mean coconut oil, these products are all also seen as things that would fall into this bracket? 
Yeah, so coconut oil I'm a very big fan of. Um, I, I, I think it's got, I think the coconut as a whole, a coconut fruit is, is, is actually got uh, very good mineral and vitamin properties. Uh, in its raw form, it's awesome. Uh, when it comes to cooking, I prefer using coconut oil as opposed to any other oil. Um, it's also a very high medium chain triglycerides. Uh, those are much, much more easily converted into energy, uh, which the body can utilize um, because it's a medium chain fat and it's not, uh, it's not a, a long chain fat. It takes a lot longer to break down the system and really requires time in order to be utilized as a source of energy. So to me, uh, coconut oil is really a, it's, it's an endurance athlete's oil of choice and it should be utilized. Um, quite predominantly, I never cook with the olive oil ever. I only use it for cold dressing. Um, it, just some fats uh, and some oils don't respond properly from a chain perspective when they when heat is applied to them. And so, uh, I know co with coconut oil, at least you can apply heat, and, and you're not going to actually damage the the actual uh, chains within that uh, within that oil. Um, as far as the other fats go, I mean, you mentioned the nuts, and nuts obviously have got protein and they've got fat, but Generally, the tree nuts are the ones to go for. The things like the almonds, the things like the walnuts. Uh, you're talking cashews, uh, pistachios, um, uh, Brazilian nuts. All of those are amazing. Um, I actually like to make nut butters with those nuts and, and uh, to try and mix it up a little bit. Sometimes it's not easy uh, to just eat them raw. Um, the problem with nut butters is people tend to have a teaspoon of about 20 nuts they just cannot stop eating and they tend to overeat. So, again, you've got to be careful about the amount you eat. Yes, not so healthy, but sometimes I tell people um, there is such a thing as too much health. And too much health, in other words, eating healthy foods in excess can still cause weight gain and cause issues. So you still need to be careful from a from the amount that you take. Another fact that, uh, that should be mentioned is actually if you're having a look at something like chia seeds. Chia seeds are, to me, incredible. And I eat them probably daily. Um, if I make an oatmeal, I stick it into my oats. I sometimes make chia puddings. Um, I just think it's a very versatile seed. It's a very, 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 it's got an excellent omega content and I think it's a, it's, it's, a, it's an excellent superfood as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, so yeah, there's many options out there. Um, if you're looking at sort of a, in the fish environment, there's other, some, there's some brilliant uh, lean protein fats as well. Things like salmon, uh, things like sardines. Um, awesome. Nothing wrong with eating a fish, which has got a very good fat content to it as well. With salmon, though, the, the whole debate of sort of fresh versus farmed, I suppose, with, with any food, but there is a big difference to eating the fresh salmon over farmed salmon. Uh, I agree with you 100%. And, uh, you know, having been in, in the Nordics, like a fair amount, I've, I've been exposed to eating some real good fresh <laughs> salmon from out there. But, um, but, yeah, I think you need to be careful. Another thing is that a lot of people don't realize, I know sushi is very popular amongst people and they love their sashimi. Um, just remember that uh, there is bacteria that sits on, 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 on raw fish. And one of the things that I, I do tell people is if you are not well, if you are ill, you shouldn't really consume something like that because, you know, consuming a, a, a bacteria, you don't know how it's going to respond. I agree with you. I mean, the more natural you can, you can get from a choice point of view, that should be the choice that you actually make. It's not so simple in the in the world that we live in because the food industry is a very very uh, big business, but um, but there are options when it comes to natural selection. Mark, you talked about adding chia seeds to your sort of oatmeal or your oats, as we call it in South Africa. This is just such a sort of simple one, and I mean it's almost an everyday breakfast sort of porridge that people can have, and it does it is constituted as being in this group of foods. 
Yeah, I think oats is a decent meal. The only problem with oats is that it's not very alkaline as compared to things like a millet. Um, there are other grains I would look at as well, like quinoa. Um, and you can actually make cereals or puddings out of those grains. It doesn't necessarily need to be the side course to a piece of meat. Um, so, so that you know, if you soak it and you and you sort of put a little bit more food in, you can actually make a nice little soft pudding, and then you can actually um, you can actually add some ingredients which would turn it into to more of a breakfast meal. Um, I actually, from a carbohydrate perspective, if I'm using oats for post-exercise recovery, um, I'll definitely put in some chia seeds. I like to simmer it with a lot of cinnamon. Cinnamon to me is again a, a super spice, um, without a doubt. And there are others um, out there. Um, another one is turmeric, for example. I, I wouldn't put turmeric into oats because that's just not suitable. But but definitely cinnamon is. And um, and then after that, I actually add like a nut in. Being from a natural perspective, I can add some blueberries in or whatever fruit that I want, and uh, and it's turned into quite a decent meal. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, I'm lactose intolerant, so I'll probably put in an almond milk or something as opposed to uh, a normal milk. But there, there are many options in there. Um, uh, as far as uh, quinoa goes or millet, I mean, uh, millet's definitely far more alkaline than oats, and uh, that's something that you can actually also utilize as a as sort of a, a breakfast meal if you wanted. Again, you can just add in a bit more water to make it a bit more soft, like a cereal. Um, and again, it's not so bad once it's flavored. It actually tastes quite delicious. Well, oats and cinnamon, a classic and great combination. Last but not least, I actually think I've saved the best for last, Mark, but uh, looking at cacao, cocoa, or dark chocolate, uh, also seen as sort of being in these groups. But again, you need to be careful of your sort of sugar and milk content. No, the cocoa, I think, is excellent. I, I do have a fair amount. And sometimes I actually put cocoa into my oats to make the chocolate oats. I take a raw gain in cocoa and I throw it in there as well. It just depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, sometimes, as I mentioned earlier, even soak with goji berries. Uh, but, but cocoa has definitely got a very high antioxidant property. It's very good. There are some people, that, however, that are susceptible to cocoa um, due to better headaches or, or don't feel good when they, they, they ingest cocoa. So I think it depends on the kind of person you are. I think it's an amazing superfood, um, something that I, that I eat quite regularly. Um, and, uh, I mean, we even use it in our recovery drink. We use a raw coke in our 32-GR Recover. Um, I just think it's, uh, it's, it's got some nice beneficial properties to it. Again, if you're going for a chocolate, um, if you've earned if you've earned it after a hard workout, <laughs> I always tell people the seventy the seventy percent range is, is just in reach. But um, if it's just a treat or whatever, you'd rather go for something higher, like an eighty to ninety percent. The problem is, is the higher it goes, the more bitter it is, and then people don't like it. But from a health perspective, the higher the cocoa content in the chocolate, definitely the better it is. The higher cocoa content in anything, the better it is. Um, there are some other superfoods we haven't mentioned, Dave, and I think that with certain things, I mentioned turmeric is a spice, but uh, ginger is, is another one which I think is actually excellent. Um, also on the bean side, there's, 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 there's plenty of beans out there which, which you, would be considered to be uh, very nutrient-dense. One, one, one very, very basic food which we haven't mentioned, um, which I was thinking of now is from a fat-protein perspective, which to me is really an excellent food, I only buy free range, so organic, but I'm talking about eggs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with eggs. To me, they're very beneficial. Um, a lot of people say, oh, but it's loaded with cholesterol. There's absolutely no problem in eating cholesterol. In actual fact, the human body requires cholesterol in order to produce testosterone. Uh, endurance athletes need testosterone in order to be able to help with the body function and repair, etc. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. 
Um, to me, eggs are very nutrient-dense, and I eat them quite a few times a week. Of course, if you're a vegan, you, you know, it's something that you wouldn't be able to eat. You'd need to go more for a vegetarian-based diet, but um, I, I'm a big fan of eggs as well. If you have any more questions, you can email coach at 32gi.com. If there's something you feel we missed out on, you want to know more about is it or isn't it, send an email of coach at 32gi.com. From myself, David Katzmann-Snactive, and Mark Wolf, we'll join you next time on 32GI Sports Nutrition. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.